Nothing bad, I promise. I've been a bit cheeky and got Lily to come round tonight. We don't have to go out if you don't want to, but it will save you having to worry about Kyle. If you want to go out, fine. Come round to mine, fine. It's your call. This was crazy. She couldn't make decisions anymore. Yours? It was half question, half statement. Mine it is. I'll pick you up at seven. We'll order takeaway so don't eat. See you. And that was it. Phone down. Businessmen didn't hang about, she thought. Sometimes when she'd been on the phone to Chris, it had taken them ten minutes to decide who would hang up. She gave herself a mental slap. Stop comparing this guy with Chris. It was like comparing chalk and cheese. The phone rang again. Sam, she thought for a moment, then rejected the call. Tomorrow. Tomorrow she would talk to Sam. But before that, she needed to know what Will had to say. Claire opened the door to Chris with the same enthusiasm as he imagined medieval peasants did to the plague doctor. Chris, it was neither statement, nor question, nor welcome. Claire, right back at ya. I guess Mama's wrong. Oh yes, she has. I gather the vicar got sussed at last. Claire always called him the vicar as if to use his name would choke her. She looked at her brother standing on the doorstep. When they were kids, they had got on. They got on now, as long as they didn't see too much of each other. She missed him sometimes, just as he missed her. But the memory always turned out to be better than reality after an hour or two. But for this evening... Dissing Mike Green uphill and down Dale would keep them off the usual argument subjects like everything. She smiled and reminded him of Cassie. Come on in, tell me about it. But Chris, we have to have this clear. One night, no getting pissed. One night, sober as a judge. Chris stepped inside and reached for a hug. She squeezed him once then let go. You smell a bit. He sniffed his sleeve. Smell? Do I? What of? Surely not desperation already like the guys on the benches outside the social. It's just old clothes, I think. I'm guessing mum rifled the jumble sale pile, yes? Well, yeah, but that was a while ago. These have been cleaned, washed, everything. Yeah, but it lingers, doesn't it? She looked down at their feet. That bag, is that all you've got? She could always cut straight to the chase, straight to his heart. I, I didn't bring stuff with me, he said, hearing the wine enter his voice. I just walked out. Yes, I know. How do you know? Belligerent now. They seemed to be packing at least a week of arguments into five minutes. Well, I rang Megan, of course. Kyle is my nephew, after all. Nothing's going to change that. She wasn't very forthcoming. Let's face it, Chris. She and I never exactly saw eye to eye. But she did mention that you hadn't taken much. Um, did she say what she had done with my stuff? It wasn't that kind of conversation. Anyway, 
She sniffed again. Sorry, Chris, you really do pong. She glanced up at the clock on the wall and reached for her car keys. Look, let's go out to Tesco. We can get something for supper that isn't takeaway. Do you fancy steak? I haven't had red meat for ages. But once in a while can't kill us, can it? And while I do the food shop, you can choose some new clothes. If you pick with care, you won't look too Florence and Fred. Or we could do Asda for some nice George or Sainsbury's. Claire, stop. I've got hardly any money. I was told today, well, I'm not going to tell you everything I was told today, but let's just say I'm not getting any help anytime soon. So clothes are way down my priority list. What did I buy you for your last birthday? He was startled. Nothing. We never buy for each other at birthdays.